Welcome to Swipe Left or Right, a humorous podcast about modern online dating. I'm your host, Tanya. We are going to talk to people from around the country to discuss what it's like dating in various states, in various seasons of life, and on different platforms. We will talk to dating coaches to get some tips on what we are doing wrong and right. We will review dating apps, which are better and which are not so great. We will review articles and data on the latest online dating trends and buzzwords and all the things related to online dating, but mostly we'll laugh and be entertained at the world we may find ourselves in. I want to introduce my next guest, Ray from Portland. She is a lovely young woman that I've gotten to know over many, many years, and I'm very excited that she has agreed to be my next guest. Hi, Ray. Hi. Welcome to the show. Now, are you currently online dating? No, I am currently happily in a relationship. I love it. Anytime a guest is on the show where they are connected, I want to know the backstory and how that happened and what brought them to where they are. So I'm going to ask you about your online dating experience, and then we can get into your happily connection. Great. So how long were you dating when you were online dating? Um, About 10 months. It was from the beginning of 2020 into um, about October or so when I got with this person. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, did you find during COVID that you had to change your sort of thought process and your availability for online dating? Yeah. So um, it's kind of interesting. I started online dating because I had just gotten out of my first ever relationship after being um, in this relationship with this girl for two years. So it was like, I kind of had to learn how to date and how to navigate COVID on top of learning how to date. Oh, that's such a struggle. Most people had to pivot during COVID on how to date and what that looked like and what they, the parameters of their dating life look like. So uh, now you said you were in a relationship with a girl. So sort of tell me about the backstory on that and then what led you from that into online dating. Yeah, we um, we met at work my sophomore year of college. We both worked at a grocery store together. Um, I asked her out pretty shortly after she quit because I didn't, uh, I had a crush on her for a while, but I didn't want to like be with her while we were working together. Um, so we got together and we were together for two years. Um, we were both each other's first relationship, first kiss, first everything. So towards the end of that two years, it kind of became apparent that neither of us knew how to commit to each other very well. And I was often left feeling very, um, by myself in a relationship, which I didn't want to be. So I broke that off and kind of took some time to heal a little bit. And um, yeah, when I first started online dating, the nicest part about it really was just getting nice messages from people and like affirming for myself that I could get this attention if I wanted it. I love that. I loved getting messages. Some people don't like getting them. Some of them are sort of creepy, but what is... When you first started online dating, what is one of the nicest things somebody said to you in a response? Um, let's see. 
I think uh, at one point I was talking with this girl um, about our families and I said, uh, we were talking about how both of our families can be kind of crazy. And I mentioned something about like rolling with the punches with like my family being the way they are. And I can't even remember exactly what I said. It was some kind of like pun or joke or something. And I just, um, the message I got back was an, oh God, you're perfect. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. What app did you primarily use or did you start with when you were um, online dating? I started with Tinder um, and then very quickly I just kind of switched between Tinder and Bumble. Okay. Did you use them at the same time? Yeah. Were you noticing that there were a lot of the same people that met your requirements or your criteria on both apps? Yeah. I was also noticing just a lot of the same people on both apps. <laughs> I have that same experience all over the country. Um, Everyone's just casting a really wide net, I guess. Covering all the bases. I like it. You might you might find what you're looking for on one that you've never tried before. So I understand. Did you do any research or did sort of like gather the troops to weigh in on online dating before you started? Um, I asked a couple of my friends like what they were using. And um, I, that also includes the person that I'm currently dating. And he was one of the first people to tell me about Tinder and show me how that worked. Ooh, I like it. Now you said he was a friend. Yeah, actually at that point we were roommates. Okay. Now Tinder, is Tinder just a hookup site? Like it's got a bad rap for, or has there potential to be something more what is your view on Tinder? I think it it really depends. Um, I I think that for a lot of people, it is a lot more for hookups. Um, but going on there as a lesbian, I did notice um, a difference in the kind of people I was talking to versus some of my straight friends, where like the men would be a lot more straightforward about whether or not they just wanted a hookup. And with the girls, there was a lot more sense of like romancing each other first. It wasn't straight to the point like that. But I mean, even with lesbians, you know, there are tons of women who like to um, do the hookup thing and that's perfectly fine. It was just like nice that the ones who did do that were a lot more upfront about it in their profile. Oh, I like it. I like the upfront profiles. Okay. Now here yeah. is what everybody wants to talk about. The best and worst dates. Okay. I'm sure we all have plenty of, like, I could talk for hours about all of the awful dates I've been on. So tell me your best online dating experience. Um, I'm really torn between two on this one. You can tell me both. Uh, okay. So the first one happened in, like, the height of quarantine, so we couldn't meet up in person. Um, we bonded over a love of horror movies. So we got on Skype and like did the screen share thing and just watched a horror movie together. And the whole time we were just like laughing and joking about it. Cause it was kind of a cheesy movie that had just come out. So we were like making fun of it a little bit. And then, um, you know, I, I majored in English in college. So one of the things that I do whenever I watch a movie is like dig way too into the literary analysis. So we like had a discussion afterwards about the themes in the horror movie and all of that. And um, this turned into, like, we very quickly realized after a couple of these online movie dates that, like, we wouldn't really work as a relationship, but we were really good friends. And um, now we live in different states, but we still, every now and then, we'll hop on Skype and watch a horror movie together. 
Yes, I love that. I, one of my questions was, did you find any friends from your dating experience? And so that just answered that question. How, like you said, that was the height of COVID. So was that like the middle of 2020? Yeah, that was um, that summer. It was like June or July. Okay. And what's your second one? Because I love hearing best stories. So this one was shortly after I'd moved to Portland and it was um, when the restrictions were a little bit lighter. So we could do some in-person dates if we just kind of kept our distance and were um, thoughtful about it. So since I was so new to the city, I asked her to pick the location and she chose um, Salt and Straw, which is sort of a Portland like institution of just like crazy ice cream flavors. It was so good. And um, so she picked one of the locations on this like really picturesque, like little Portland street with all of the cute little shops and um, restaurants and stuff. And we got our ice cream and just like spent an hour walking up and down the street and popping in and out of stores. And it was really nice to hang out with her and um, get to know her, but also just get to know Portland a little bit. That's awesome. When I moved to Denver, I let the guys pick so I could find like my best favorite coffee shop and my bar to go to and all the things. Where, if you don't mind telling me, where is your favorite little Portland-esque place that you discovered that you now frequent? Um, I really love all of the, like, little collections of food carts that are around Portland, and especially the really, like, nice designed ones that have all of the tables. And um, there was one we even went to actually on our second date with this girl uh, that had a whole like concert stage and then the food trucks around it. So, um, if you went there on the right night, you could watch live music while you got your food. That's awesome. I love places like that. Okay. Now here's the meat, really the nitty gritty of the swipe left podcast is your worst date and feel free to pick more than one if you have one, but like the worst Um, This is one that I didn't in the moment really think of it as my worst, but also this was one of the very few where I got to meet this person in person. Um, And she was very nice. It was mostly a fun date. The only thing that would make it my worst is that um, I found it kind of off-putting how quickly she wanted to jump in, which is like a stereotype for lesbians. So it was kind of funny, but it was almost to a point where... um, she I think the thing that really like raised the hair on the back of my neck a little bit was I said something about my little sibling and um it and like it's something that my sibling had in common with this girl and she pretty immediately just clamped onto that and was like just kept offering to like oh well if your sibling like wants to talk to me about this I would love to like sit down with them or whatever And that was like really uncomfortable for me that I had just met this person online and they're trying to talk to my younger sibling and like get into my family a little too fast when like I'd started the date kind of saying, you know, I'm just getting back out in the dating world. I'm really not trying to settle down. I'm just trying to get good at this and see what's out there. Um, And if your family is like my family, there's a history of crazy. So you don't want to introduce crazy until it's necessary. (laughs) Yeah, I have to know it's the right kind of crazy that's going to mix well. I like it. Um, So you actually have done pretty well that you haven't had too many awful dates like some of my past guests. Um, So you were very lucky. 
And you mentioned that you let this girl pick the location. Do you find that that's normal that the other person picks or is it a discussion? How do you settle on where to go? Um, I would say it's pretty 50, 50. Um, like, like I said, when I first moved to Portland, I did let other people pick, but when I was online dating in my college town, I would be a little bit more willing to speak up and say like, Oh, Hey, I really like this coffee shop. Let's go there. Now that's the perfect question. So have you only dated in Portland or was there a different location that you dated prior to coming to Portland? Um, I've dated in three different locations, my college town, my hometown where I lived for um, the summer after I graduated and then before I moved here and then here. I like it. Mixing it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Covering all the bases. I, I like to mix it up too when I online date and just randomly pick places to go. So I like it. Um, who pay, like educate me a little bit on lesbian relationships because I am not. Um, although there are times I frequently tell myself that the male dating pool is so bad that I should become a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, I think we've all had that thought. Yeah. How, who pays for the outing? Like in traditional relationships, like men are taught that they're supposed to pay and women are taught that, and I always ask. So in lesbian relationships, what if you found, how's that discussion? So, um, I, I would say it's really different for every two people. Um, okay. and it's usually a discussion <laughs> before anyone pulls out their wallet, but usually, um, in my experience, the first couple dates were split. And then when I was in a relationship with a woman, um, you know, we split the first couple dates. And then after we were like official, then it would be almost a race to see who could slap their credit card down faster and pay for the other. Cause we were just always trying to treat each other. <laughs> I like that. Hmm. Being a lesbian might still be on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it. Nicest way to say you're not interested in somebody. If you go on a date and it's like the person just isn't vibing with you, how do you let them down? Um, I... Uh, I would try to be very upfront and say, you know, like, I just, I think you're a great person or whatever it is, but I'm not really looking for this, or I just don't think this is going to work for whatever reason. Um, I have not had the opportunity to do that too much because um, I don't know if this is something more about my generation than like some of the other guests I've heard from the episodes, but I more often than not would go on a date or two with a girl and then um, before I could, one of us could cut it off, I would get ghosted. Oh, there's that pesky word again, ghosted. I've been ghosted so many times. I got ghosted yeah. after I met a guy's daughter and he was oh like, you are the love of my life. And I just, we looked at apartments together. Not that I was seriously considering mm -hmm. moving in with him, but he's like, let's go look at apartments. And so then I met his daughter and the, then he disappeared. That's crazy. Yeah, that that was uh, my experience to a much less serious degree. I never met anyone's kid. Um, but yeah, I would go on a date or two with a girl and um, we would even in one instance, we even had like a Snapchat streak of like a month where we were just talking every single day or once a day, just send um, the other like a picture of our pets or something. And then just nothing out of nowhere. Wow. We knocked into a whole show on ghosting and what that looks like and feels like. Okay. When you were dating, 
which I'm so glad you are off the apps. You're the, what is it? Hinge is where the dating app that's meant to be deleted or whatever their tagline is. Um, Would you get input from anybody in your social circle about, do you look at pictures? Do, Do you have girls night where you sit around and have wine and you look at profiles and you give your phone to somebody and they swipe for you? What is the pregame look like for uh, online profiles? Oh, yeah. Um, Back when I lived in my hometown, I was um, usually sitting on Tinder or Bumble with a couple of my high school friends who were also on those apps. And it'd always be really funny when we accidentally found each other's profiles. Um, I would never hand my phone over to let anyone swipe for me. But if I was um, like if one of us found a profile that we found really compelling, we would like workshop opening lines to send to the person. I like it. Gonna have to practice that. I'm gonna f- find somebody to workshop some lines with because apparently what I'm doing is not working. <laughs> Just going in with a clever joke that references the profile is my favorite. That is a great idea. So many people don't understand, even if you just briefly glance at the profile, it gives you so much information about the person, even if it's a lie. Even if, you know, they say there's a picture of scuba diving and then you want to talk about scuba diving and they're like, I've never been scuba diving. And then you're like, who's in the profile picture then? Oh, yeah, it's very telling. Um, And I think like on the other side of that, it also helps you kind of put your best foot forward because it shows that like you paid attention and actually bothered to read their profile. Yes. So many people don't do that. Okay, here's the big one. What have you learned from online dating? Um, I learned that love can really come from anywhere as long as you're open to it. And um, when we talk later a bit more about my current relationship, like you'll definitely see where I'm coming from with that um, as I ended up with my best friend and not anyone that I was looking for on a dating site. That was going to be my question was, did you this your best friend who you are now in a relationship with? Did you meet them online? But you didn't. You met them organically. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we were roommates my senior year of college, and then he moved up to Portland, and we stayed in contact while I graduated and was in my hometown. Um, And yeah, that whole time, he was the one who I mentioned before was the first to kind of like suggest Tinder and showed me how to use it. And um, yeah, we would send screenshots of people's profiles to each other, sometimes to like poke fun a little bit if there was someone really ridiculous, or if there was just a line in a profile that was like, what does that even mean? Um, and sometimes, you know, to just kind of get advice or like ask what, you know, the other thought of a certain like message or something in their profile that seemed weird. Um, and then, yeah, one night we were hanging out and we were doing the same thing. We were just kind of like looking at each other's profiles and drinking a little bit. And then we set the dating apps aside and we're just talking and drinking um, and hanging out. And, you know, one thing just led to another. I love it. Now, did you have a discussion that you guys, like, not to be too personal, and you're younger than me, but generational is like separate generations, but was it just a hookup at that point? Or was it, hey, I'm really interested in you in this way. Let's try this. How did that evolve? It was a bit closer to the second one because there was a lot of feelings um, on my end, especially of like, I've been identifying as a lesbian for years. I've only thought I've been interested in women, women. 
And then there's this one man <laughs> that for some reason is catching my attention. So the first couple weeks or so, we really just kind of kept it to ourselves and we're like hanging out as normal, but like kind of processing and taking it really slow. Um, and it even took me like, I think a month or so of doing that before I even told like my roommates that that's what we were doing. And that's why I was having him over more. I like it. Now, mentally, I'm sure there's an adjustment from identifying as a lesbian and putting yourself out there online dating, just looking for women to being in this relationship as a man. Mentally, what did you sort of go through to sort of cross that bridge if there's a bridge? For me, there was a lot of discomfort about the label because um, I like to say he's my exception, not the rule. Um, if we ever broke up, I would probably go back to um, exclusively dating women. So um, I, you know, when I was first telling people about our, our relationship, I had all of these people say like, oh, okay, so you're bisexual now. And I don't quite think that's right. I still don't think that really fits me. Um, I would say I'm queer because that just seems general enough. Um, and yeah, like the journey really was in just saying, you know, just because it looks to you like I'm bisexual, I don't have to say that I am. And it's nobody else's business what box I do or don't want to put myself in. Sure. And I love that you don't want to put yourself in a box because one, boxes don't really fit people. I'm more yeah. of a circle kind of girl. But um, I don't like sharp edges and boxes just have too many angles. So that's why I'm a circle girl, which is weird. But yeah, I why label yourself and put a label on it that you can't change your mind and be fluid. And so I like it. Now, uh, how long have you been with Mystery Man? We have been together um, coming up on two and a half years. Oh, wow. It's been... Things are going strong. I like it. Now, did you delete the apps when you started spending time with him or after there was a discussion of what that would look like? How did you handle the apps at that point? Um, so, yeah, the night that we got together, I drove myself home the next morning. And um, after I like just slept it off a bit, uh, I woke up feeling really refreshed. And the first thing I did was just delete everything. Because, like, in my mind, I didn't know if it would necessarily turn into the stable relationship that it has. But I knew that I wanted to take a lot more care with this since it was my best friend. So there's, like, that risk there of, like, if it doesn't go well and things end up weird between us. So I really just wanted to focus on it. And, eat, and again, with the, like, gender confusion, I wanted to get to the bottom of that without any outside distractions of, like, other dates. Absolutely. I love that. Now... What advice would you give to young people or old people? Because I can always learn from you. So that's, I love having people on who can teach me something. So if I ask a stupid question, be like, Tanya, don't ask stupid <laughs> questions. But what advice would you give somebody who is thinking about online dating or even just searching for identification, not necessarily a label, but identification in a world where People want to put people in boxes. I would say be smart, be safe, 
but be open to everything that's around you and just keep checking in with yourself. How does a person make you feel? If you feel good around them and you feel safe, then that means way more than any preconceived notions you had about the person you thought you'd wanted to be with. And have you learned anything post-online dating with your partner about you as a person? How have you evolved in that process? Um, I've definitely learned what it takes to really put time, attention, and work into a relationship. And I've also learned what it's like when, you know, you actually like get the, um, get the fruits of your labor in that relationship. Like, um, with my past one, it felt like sometimes I was putting in work and getting nothing out, but getting that support back really, it, it changed, it changes a lot about like how stable you feel and how supported you feel just um, especially in the time of my life we got together, I was fresh out of college and trying to like start my career. So having, you know, someone by my side through all of that and like just encouraging me when things got like really scary and weird, especially like trying to find a career in the pandemic. Um, that was just everything. It was so, so great to have that support. Now, speaking of your crazy family, does your crazy family, have they met him and do they like him? Yes, they um, they all pretty much met him as my roommate. So when I kind of announced that we were together, they were like, yes, I love that guy. That's exactly what my mom said, actually, when I called her. And I was like, so, you know, my friend, I'm with him now. Um, and her first words were, yes, love him. Moms have a way of knowing these things. If we only could skip the moms don't know anything and I'm a rebellious teenager and skip right to the adult relationships that moms and kids have, I think it would be so much better for most people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, is there anything else that I haven't discussed that you want to get into or anything else that you want to say to people listening to Swipe Left? Um, I, I think, like I said before, just be open and just chase what feels good. I like it. If only we did more of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ray, it has been so much fun having you on the show. I love talking to you. Uh, it's always good to get a different person's perspective because it always teaches me something. And so as long as I feel like I'm learning and I'm helping other people, then I feel like I've won for the day. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to episode eight of the Swipe Left or Right podcast. Hit the subscribe button to receive the latest and greatest news and follow swipe.left or right podcast on Instagram. If you or someone you know has some online dating stories and would like to be a guest, send an email to swipe left or right podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be safe and always entertained while swiping online.